Good evening, everybody. This is the Marcus Today end of day podcast on Tuesday, 16th of May. General advice only not to be confused with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. Main event of the day in a floppy old low volatility, narrow range, low volume day was the RBA minutes. They retain their tightening bias, so a bit hawkish. There are upside risks to inflation, they tell us, although they also tell us that the decision to raise rates by 25 basis points in a surprise rate rise earlier this month was finally balanced. Something that most strategists know about is that inflation in Australia, thanks to energy prices, it's almost baked in that it's going to rise again into the middle of this year. And given those upside risks, the RBA decide to raise rates. And it is clear from the text as well that the RBA are not necessarily done, are not necessarily going to pause, and that further tightening may still be required. So, a bit of a dull day. And the banks, most of them are up, although it's almost irrelevant how much some of these banks have moved. CBA down 91 cents. NAB unchanged. Westpac unchanged. ANZ up 1 cent. Who cares? Generally, banks outperform as interest rates rise because it allows them to widen their net interest margins. So, they're doing okay today. Also, resources had a very good night in the US overnight. BHP and Rio are up 2%, but some of the U.S. resources stocks are up 3, 4, 5% as the U.S. dollar fell over a bit. When the U.S. dollar falls, commodity prices generally go up. So it should have been a good day for commodities and uh, it's okay. BHP up 0.5% today. Rio down 0.2%. As you know, we run the BHP only portfolio. It's still sitting in cash. There is nothing in the current bigger trend in BHP at the moment that suggests resources are a raging buy. Just holding their own today. The other influence today was the banking crisis in the US eased up a little bit overnight. The KBW banking index sounds like a late night show. The KBW show was up 3% overnight in the US. So some sort of relaxation. Although if you look at the chart of the KBW banking index in either regional or the main bank index, you'll see there is no rebound. There is chatter that another bank is going to go bust. We also saw today the Australian Westpac MI consumer sentiment index dropped 79 in May from 85.8. That is the lowest since 2020. That's a three-year low. And that, of course, has been driven by the surprise rate rise at the beginning of the month. And also, as described in one of the news was this evening, an underwhelming federal budget, which didn't really do anything for anybody. And notably, committed $101 million over five years to companies involved in the development of artificial intelligence, the biggest industrial revolution in 100 years, and the Australian government puts $20 million behind it per annum. We are but a backwater. Meanwhile, the ratings agency Fitch has confirmed Australia's AAA rating. I should blink and well hope so, after reporting a budget surplus for the first time since 2008. No sovereign risk here, all you international investors. CBA launching a new hybrid, Pearls 16. 16 we're up to. $750 million. Remember the days where we fell over ourselves to buy hybrids? Now the yield on cash has lifted a little bit. Nobody's quite so excited about boring, risky hybrids. The US buying 3 million barrels of oil to refill its 
Strategic Petroleum Reserve helped the oil price this afternoon. Most of the energy stocks were up today. Lithium stocks dead in the water today. Dead in the brine. Hardly a flicker of life there. PLS, a flicker of life actually. Plus 1.3%. But mineral resources down 0.5. Alchem down 0.4. After its recent massive jump on the back of its merger stroke bid announcement. Liontown down 3.4%. Ioneer down 4.1%. Vulcan down 10%. And Latin Resources, the $12 million man's next stock after Liontown. LRS down half a cent after a recent spike. I hold the stock, full disclosure. And that most certainly isn't a recommendation. Best performing sectors today, resources, didn't really go up much, 0.2%. And worst performance, staples, down 1.2%. Healthcare, down 0.96%. And IT, we don't really have an IT sector in this country. And the all-tech index is dominated by computer share. Is computer share really a tech stock? I don't think so. Just because it's got computer in the name, they put it in the all-tech index. Kill joke. Other things going on today. I mentioned James Hardy up 8.3% on results better than expected. Appen in a trading halt. Current share price $2.30, raising $60 million at $1.85. Quite a big discount, not the best thing in the world. All the investment platforms, net wealth down 4%, hub down 4.9%. These are stock market stocks, tend to go up when the stock market goes up. I think they're telling us something about the stock market. Iron ore up a little bit intraday, gold down 12 dollars intraday. Asian markets marking time. We are in the malaise, the dullest two months of the year when the market generally does nothing. We're ending the US results season this week. We've got a few retailers to report this week and then that's just about it. Results season has actually been quite good in the States. Average earnings down 0.6%. A month ago, we thought average earnings would fall 5.1%. So better than expected, mostly thanks, of course, to the big tech stocks. I have written about big tech stocks to members earlier this week, and I've published that article today in Livewire. Look out for the article called Right Time, Wrong Place. In other words, it's the right time to be born in the AI revolution, and Australia is just the wrong country to invest in it. So this is why 90% of our strategy portfolio is invested in US markets at the moment, 30% of which which is in the FANG ETF and 30% in the NASDAQ ETF. Chinese retail sales, bet you can't guess how much they were up. 18 0.4% year on year. You could have guessed that because the Chinese, of course, have come out of their COVID lockdown. Spend, spend, spend. Lots of strategists' comments around today, what they think interest rates will do after the RBA minutes. And a lot of them are thinking that there could well be another rate rise. And of course, some strategists trying to attract a few eyeballs and a few clicks suggesting we could see two. Ooh. That's about that. Not much to look forward to with the Dow futures down 30, NASDAQ futures up. 11. Big tech outperforming again. That's what we like to see. My ideas portfolio at the moment has no ideas, completely bereft of ideas. And the reason for that, of course, is that this game is a game of odds. You want to invest with a rising tide. At the moment, we would be trying to pick the pearls out of the bog. So no ideas. I can tell you the moment the market takes off again, our ideas portfolio will be flooded with ideas. There'll be too many ideas. And the fact that there are none in there at the moment passes the message that the market is just 
doing not a lot. Let's wait for the wind to blow in our direction. That's about that. Not much to report, as you can tell. Henry back tomorrow. This is Marcus Padley signing out of the Marcus Today end of day report. You have a fabulous evening. Excellent.